Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners, with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast, hosted by Nikki Dare, is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership, and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of I Dare Inc., a registered 501c3, with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. IDARE is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies, and decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me here again, choosing the podcast Leadership 365 with me here, Nikki Dare. February 2024, so welcome. Uh, sustainable leadership in times of turmoil, chaos. <laughs> I uh, want to talk about that and global visions and local actions. Welcome. Welcome, good to see you guys back here again. If you are listening, thank you for listening, choosing this podcast with me. Sustainable leadership in times of turmoil and chaos, global visions and local actions. We have a lot of things to discuss today. Welcome back to Leadership 365. I'm your host, and today makes a heartfelt return to our podcast since last episode in October 2023 last year. Time has really fly when you're having fun, right? The intervening months um, have been a time of just uh, a profound personal challenges uh, marked by the untimely loss of my mother and a series of family emergencies that require my full attention and presence and the journey through grief coupled with the responsibilities and travels with all of these moments demanded led me away from the microphone <laughs> of that deeply in the heart what true leadership often entails, which is the resilience in the face of personal storms. Today as we reconnect, I uh, want to bring not just the insights and stories that we've uh, shared in our exploration of leadership but also deeply personal reflections from these life-altering experiences. So let's embark. Let's go on this renewed journey together, drawing straight from our shared narratives and a commitment to lead with empathy, resilience, and purposes. Let's not forget about that. So good to be back on the microphone again. So please, please, a small PSA. If you haven't yet, please feel free to connect. Follow me on my LinkedIn as well as on Instagram on LinkedIn if you're in my connection. There's my monthly free Leadership 365 newsletter where I provide some valuable resources regarding leadership, sustainability, sustainable development, uh, and other other valuable topics, leadership uh, development um, related. Super easy to find me there, Nikki Dare. Also, I'm planning to reconnect with my community on YouTube, so please, please follow me there as well. Okay. All right. Hola, buenos dias, buenos dias, uh, buenas tardes, if that is the case. Como tal Selamat pagi semua kawan. Welcome to my Leadership 365 Sustainability, a podcast for those who aspire to be a sustainable leader designed to inspire growth and impact for sustainability so you can create your best year of 365 days in a year. Yes, I'm your host, Nikki Dare. Good to be here in the presence of you and many around the world. Today's topic um, pretty much is what I'm planning to to cover. There is a couple segments that I think it's still related, but it's going to talk about uh, sustainable leadership, um, you know, steering towards a greener tomorrow. 
but I think uh, a lot of it has something to do with the chaotic world and I want to insert the global visions and local actions here. Welcome to Leadership 365 where we explore the cutting edge, the cutting edge of business and leadership with a focus on crafting a sustainable and prosperous future in today's episode. I'll share my perspective as an advocate for sustainable leadership examining how leaders today are pioneering change and fostering innovative practices for a greener tomorrow. But there is a disclaimer here that I'm going to say to you guys before we begin. I want to clarify that in this discussion here, our discussions here, especially on topics like climate change and sustainability, are not rooted in political ideology, okay? At Leadership 365, we approach these issues from a leadership innovation standpoint, concentrating on actionable strategies for sustainability, full stop. Let's go ahead on this renewed journey together, drawing strength from our shared narratives and a commitment to lead with empathy, resilience, and purpose. I'm so glad to be back on the microphone again. So um, please, 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 a small PSA. If you haven't yet, please feel free to connect and follow me on my LinkedIn as well as my Instagram. On LinkedIn, if you are my connection, please, there's my monthly Leadership 365 newsletter where I provide some valuable resources regarding leadership, sustainability, sustainable development, and other valuable topics leadership development related. Very, very super easy to find me, Nikki Dare. Connect with me there. Also, I'm planning to reconnect uh, my with my community on my YouTube. Please follow me there too. At Nikki Dare. Very easy to find me there. Hey, aloha, hola, bonus, uh, bonus dias, bonus tardes, if that's the case. Um vu. Selamat pagi, semua kawan-kawan. Uh, welcome to Leadership 365 Sustainability, a podcast for those who aspire to be a sustainable leader uh, designed to inspire growth and impact for sustainability so you can create your best year of 365 days a year. Yes. Episode title and a segment called Sustainable Leadership Steering Towards a Greener Tomorrow. I'm going to cover that as well. But for right now, I, I'm so glad that you guys are here. Welcome to Leadership 365, where we explore the cutting edge of business and leadership with a focus on crafting a sustainable, prosperous future. In today's episode, I'll share my perspective as an advocate for sustainable leadership, examining how leaders today are pioneering change and fostering innovative practices for a greener tomorrow. So let's, um, let's learn together. All right, there is a disclaimer. Before we begin, I want to clarify that our discussions here, especially on topics like climate change <laughs> and sustainability, are not rooted in political ideology. At Leadership 365, we approach these issues from a leadership and innovation standpoint, concentrating for actionable strategies for sustainability, full stop. All right, let's get into segment one. Right, on segment one, the Leadership Climate Challenge, uh, let's start by tackling the climate challenge from a leadership angle. The environmental crisis is rather complex and multifaceted. We all know that and it's clear that effective leadership is crucial in addressing this. How are leaders across various sectors utilizing to meet the demand for sustainable practices? I will break down the latest developments and highlight leadership strategies that are making a real difference. And I invite you, our listeners, to consider how leadership within your own circles can act as a force for environmental progress. So let's talk about that. All right, I think we're ready to talk about the first segment, the Leadership Climate Challenge. And uh, I'm going to share with you some of the, uh, the breakdown here. Um, I want to explore the critical role of leadership in tackling the global climate crisis or environmental crisis, I should say. Leadership here transcends mere um, decision making. In this, uh, in this area, leadership here transcends um, decision making. It's about empowering and guiding communities and organizations towards embracing sustainable practices. Um, Here's my perspective. I believe that effective leadership 
in confronting the climate crisis involves a blend of foresight, innovation, and a profound comprehension of our global system's interconnectivity. Leaders must be proactive, challenging existing norms, challenging the usuals, promoting sustainable innovations, and nurturing a culture that values accountability on long-term planning. Some case study highlights. I want to share with you some case study highlights. Uh, I want to share with you case study highlights, uh, breaking it down to three regions around the world, uh, Asia, Americas, and Europe. Take the transformational journey of Orsted, a Danish energy company as an example. Previously one of Europe's most coal-intensive energy firms, Orsted radically overhauled its business model to prioritize RE, renewable energy, emerging as a global frontrunner in offshore wind power. The shift was propelled by forward-thinking leadership that not only recognized the pressing necessity of climate action, but also the sustainable economic potential within the RE sector. Right. So call to action on this is reflect on the leadership around you in your workplace, within your community, or even in your own personal endeavors. Consider how you can embody the presence of forward-thinking leadership. Could you initiate a project focused on sustainability, advocating for environment-friendly policies, or spark a conversation about climate action in your circle? So we're thinking leadership is really not confined to a title, right? It's demonstrated through actions. Um, action speaks louder than words, basically, and we go back to that. We go back to that. Uh, we go back again to that kind of mentality. Begin with modest initiatives, but aim for substantial impact. All right. So segment two is uh, case studies in green leadership, and I will share with you some of the uh, the breakdown and a call to action because I like to include the call to action. Um, this segment really spotlights leaders who are making significant strides in their industries by prioritizing sustainability. These case studies are testament to the fact that leadership committed to sustainability is not just viable, but it can also profitable and rather impactful. All right, so here's my perspective, um, my viewpoint, is that sustainable leadership should be acknowledged and celebrated across all industries. It is essential for leaders to not only set environmental goals, but also to integrate sustainability into the core of their business strategies. And I, I, I mentioned this a lot, a lot, a lot of times, and engage employees and then create that corporate culture. Um, I think we mentioned about this in our round tables uh, quite many times, by the way. Um, and case study highlights. Let's examine the initiatives of Patagonia. Uh, let's look at the initiatives of Patagonia, an outdoor clothing brand. I always love to choose this, these guys. Their leadership has been pivotal in integrating sustainability into very aspect of their business from sourcing eco-friendly materials to advocating to environmental policies. And I think their dedication to the environment goes beyond corporate responsibility uh, and it's, it's really into their brand's identity, setting the benchmark for others in the industry. And then there is a couple other ones. Like I said, I'm going to um, I'm going to share with you with three different regions around the globe: Asia, Americas, and Europe. So, on Patagonia, I want to just share. Um, the call to action on this investigate how companies in your industry are integrating sustainable practices here's a question can you draw inspiration from them and apply similar strategies in your own professional sphere circle leadership is as much about learning and also adapting as it is about pioneering right 
identify a sustainable practice that you admire and consider how you can implement similar strategies within your scope of influence. And I think this is a big, um, you know, chunk of that um, thinking, right? Uh, you examine the sustainable practices undertaken by the leaders in your own region or even beyond. What can you learn from their successes and challenges? Leadership involves drawing inspiration from others and adapting strategies into your context. And I think this is important. Uh, we're talking about Leadership 365 with sustainability. Choose one sustainability initiative from these global examples that resonates with your values and consider how you might implement similar practices in your domain, in your circle. Remember, a sustainable leadership knows no borders. It's a collective endeavor that unites us in our journey towards a greener future. So, I encourage you to initiate or participate in these discussions within your community or organizations about how leadership can effectively contribute to your environmental solutions, whether it is starting conversation, organizing a workshop, or even, you know, um, or sharing any resources. Every action counts. Every small action always counts to a bigger mile. All right. All right. Segment two is case study... Segment two is case study in green leadership. Um, I'll focus on, you know, we're going to be focused in this segment. We'll focus on leaders who are at the forefront of sustainability from executive and global corporation to leaders and grassroots initiatives. I'll share inspiring case studies that I found of effective green leadership. We look at all of these challenges these leaders face and the strategies that they have employed and the significant impact of their actions. And these stories are not just informative, but also serve us as a source of inspiration for all of us to take action in our respective fields. And some of the stories are just incredible. Stories provided are really focused on real-world examples of companies known for their sustainable efforts. All right, I'm going to go diving into this. And I mentioned about this group in India, I believe, in my recent published book um, called Kaizen. And I love to present and share them, their uh, case study, because it's very um, significant in the field of sustainability and also leadership uh, Tata Group Tata Group in India uh, is a multinational um, conglomerate right and has really taken strides in promoting sustainability and uh, let me see if I can find the resources here alright Tata Group uh, has indeed been involved in various sustainability initiatives and corporate social responsibility projects and Tata Steel has been known for its efforts to reduce the environmental impact. Tata Group uh, in India, Tata Group is a multinational conglomerate and has taken significant strides in promoting sustainability. Their initiatives uh, range from large-scale renewable energy projects to water conservation and community development programs. Tata Steel, part of the group, is lauded for its sustainable practices in the steel industry, focusing on reducing its carbon footprint and investing in the environmentally friendly technologies. And the next one is in the Americas, Patagonia, USA. I love to use them as a case study. It's the outdoor clothing brand. Um, they are sustainable business practices. Uh, they are the, the role model, of, I should say, one of. The company's commitment to the environment is deep-rooted, extending from the sourcing of eco-friendly materials to advocating for conservation policies. Uh, their approach goes beyond corporate responsibility it's a core element of their brand identity, inspiring other people, inspiring others in the industry to follow the suit. In Europe, Orsted, Denmark, its transformation from one of Europe's most coal-intensive energy companies to a world leader in RE is nothing short of remarkable. Their shift to focus on wind power and other renewable sources is testament to the company's visionary leadership and commitment 
commitment to combating climate change. And so there, those are the three um, organizations and companies uh, really speak loud about sustainability and other environmental projects. And I hope that you know, it was somehow resourceful, somehow, um, you yeah, know, helpful to you guys to uh, explore some of these people tackling the global environmental crisis, but, you know, making their decision um, about empowering and guiding communities and organizations towards practicing or embracing sustainable practices. So we have covered... You know, simply three different regions around the globe. I broke it down into three, um, the Asia, the Americas, and Europe. Tata Group being in the Asia has indeed been involved in various sustainability initiatives and corporate social responsibility projects. And as, as mentioned, Tata Steel has been known for its effort to reduce environmental impact. And representing the Americas, Patagonia is a company truly widely recognized for its environmental activism and sustainable business practices, including the use of recycled materials and their commitment to fair labor practices. And presenting the Europe Orsted, as I mentioned, the company formerly known as Dong Energy has transformed its business from fossil fuels to RE, renewable energy, and becoming a world leader in offshore wind power. And so if you want to talk about a little bit more, you know, more details, uh, these case studies of these three, three regions in the world, focusing on the challenges they face and strategies they employed and the impacts of their actions. Um, I want to just go ahead and share with you in that respect. Uh, in India, Tata Group, the Asia, embracing sustainability amidst e economic transformation um, challenge, Tata Group, right? Operating in a rapidly developing, developing economy, face the challenge of balancing um, industrial growth with environmental sustainability, particularly in sectors like steel and energy, and traditionally associated with high carbon footprints. So the strategy that they had um, embarked and applied on this, they, they embarked on a holistic sustainability mission, basically. Tata Steel, for instance, investing in cutting edge technologies to reduce emissions and enhancing energy efficiency. So this conglomerate also prioritizes corporate social responsibility as uh, CSR, we call it. You know, I think it's really huge when we talk about that. We've covered it in our roundtable discussions um, in the last few years, basically since 2020, 2021. Uh, it was very fascinating to watch and observe some of the greatest companies out there that, that, that really, um, uh, you know, uh, implementing this uh, and also being part of participating uh, corporate social responsibility, putting the sustainability into their CSR. So back in Tata Group, Tata Steel, the conglomerate um, group, this they prioritized the CSR by launching community initiatives and focusing focusing on education, healthcare, and environmental stewardship. Again, they're 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 basically focusing on these three segments, three sec sections. Education, healthcare, and environmental stewardship. The impact, as you can imagine, um, their initiatives have not only significantly reduced their environmental impact, but also positioned them, positioned this conglomerate group as a leader in sustainable practices in India. So their community programs have improved lives and safe lives, I should say, improved lives, showcasing the potential of corporate action to drive broad uh, societal uh, changes. And I think this is really key when it comes to sustainability. I mean, we're talking about sustainability initiatives and everything. I think this is very focus-driven. Uh, the next people are uh, Patagonia, which is covering the Americas, pioneering environmental advocacy in business. Patagonia 
uh, we're talking, covering, representing the Americas here. Um, they really are pioneering environmental advocacy in business. Um, they are as an outdoor clothing brand. Patagonia faced the inherent challenge of balancing product quality and profitability with environmental conservation. And of course, you know, we're, we're talking about ethical practices in a highly competitive market. So their strategy, Patagonia, uh, they adopted an integrated approach to sustainability. Uh, this included using recycled materials in their products. Uh, we talk a lot about this, um, even even sustainable, you know, upcycling, uh, fashion materials and everything. I think you all remember our talk about Purnama Outreach um, based out of Singapore. Uh, I, I think it's just fascinating to watch, you know, a lot of companies, um, small, medium to large size uh, they're practicing this and taking part, uh, partaking the, 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 the sustainability approach, holistic approach as well. Um, so this included uh, using recycled materials into their products, Patagonia's products, committing to fair labor practices, and also donating a percentage of sales to environmental causes. And you're going to see a lot more companies are doing this as well. Part of the CSR, corporate responsibility. Um, this, is, this is very key to the success of the future corporation, I believe. I believe when you want to drive the sustainability uh, initiative and practices uh, towards the future we're, we're heading right now. So the company also launched campaigns to raise awareness about, about environmental issues, directly engaging with uh, both their customers and policymakers. So the impact on all of this Patagonia's commitment has not only fostered a strong brand identity aligned with the environmental stewardship, but also inspired other companies to adopt sustainable practice. You know, like I said, role model. <laughs> These are companies who have taken a huge step or maybe small steps, but then, you know, uh, have driven them to a bigger, more mileage, I guess I should say, right? So their advocacy has contributed to policy changes and raised public awareness about environmental conservation. So bravo to them. And they continue doing so. And you guys, um, you know, I also mention about Patagonia uh, very heavily in my book, a uh, recent published book called Kaizen. You guys are welcome, welcome to check it out. Kaizen, K-A-I-Z-E-N, uh, available on Amazon. You guys can uh, check it out on Amazon. Type in my name, Nikki Dare. And you'll be seeing all of my published books there. And I would love to hear feedback from you because there's a lot of call to action in every chapter. There's a call to action in that in that book. Yes, it is a very lengthy, a lot of <laughs> uh, long book. Uh, but believe me, it's very, um, um, what do you call this, helpful. And I, I hope so. Uh, very resourceful. And I've, I've taken a lot of, lot of times to digest a lot of resources. Um, you know, uh, writing that book, and I hope you do enjoy and you find it valuable. Anyway, moving on, on the third um, representing representing the the Europe, Orsted, based in Denmark, um, transforming energy for a sustainable future. Uh, I, I like this this people because it, it's a company that I, I don't know not very well known, but then they're doing this great thing in sustainability. Uh, so I, I do want to include them. The challenge that they have faced is the colossal task, the colossal task of transitioning from a fossil fuel-based energy company to a leader in RE, renewable energy, in an industry traditionally that was driven by oil and coal. I, I mean, this, 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 this is really a huge leap step for them, right? So the company, the strategy, the company undertook strategic overhaul, investing heavily in wind power and many other renewable sources, obviously. So some of the call to action, I mean, I, I, I know I'll always try to leave and wrap it up with a call to action. <coughs> Excuse me. 
um, is that I urge you to find a case study, a case study of green leadership that resonate with your field. If you're listening, you're a leader in your industry, in your field, please do so. I urge you to find, to find and study and research this, uh, any case study that's going to resonate with what um, uh, in the community, your community, and in your field. Analyze their strategies and think about how these approaches can be adapted or implemented in your own professional environment. As I mentioned, I, I wrote this book, Kaizen, and I think it's a continuous improvement. I, many of you already know that back in the 70s and 80s. I mean, they're very huge, um, you know, kind of like trending in businesses back then. <laughs> we're old people, right? Uh, we, you know, they were like the TQM. It was, it was um, born TQM, TQA, uh, ISO. Uh, I believe all of those um you know, acronyms were born out of those, um, the Kaizen. And I, I think we, 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 when we think about continuous improvement, you know, our mind go at least my mind, uh, automatically goes back to this word of Japanese word, continuous improvement, Kaizen. But yeah, check it out. It's available on Amazon. Like I said, um, it was published, uh, I think it was a year ago, uh, January. And I'm very proud of that book. It, it does contain a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good, valuable, helpful resources in there, valuable information. All right, moving on. Um, the next segment, which is a building, this is very, very, very also critical in, in you know, the success of sustainability uh, in the leadership aspect of it too. Building a sustainable leadership culture. Cultivating a sustainable future requires a paradigm shift in organizational culture. And, you know, I'll discuss strategies for fostering a culture that embraces sustainability. And we'll talk about, you know, how leaders can integrate green policies, promote innovative thinking, and instill a sense of this environmental responsibility, accountability at every level of organization. It's about embedding sustainability into the fabric of our professional lives. It's very, very critical. Um, in fact, I think what I'm going to do is to mention briefly here on this podcast, I think we're probably going to be running out of time. I'd like to cover it in a separate podcast because I think there's a whole lot of conversation within just that. Um, and the next, the next segment is the tools and strategies for tomorrow leaders. And I, I think I'm going to tie it in together with the leadership and culture. Um, uh, because it, it is, is important, right? As we look forward towards the future, we, we will need to explore the tools and strategies that emerging leaders can utilize to advocating for a sustainable world. And we're in this together. This segment is pretty much dedicated to providing practical insights and resources and focusing on how to incorporate sustainability into your leadership style and decision-making processes. My goal is really truly simple, is to equip you with the knowledge and tools to not only envision empowering you know, your employee, your staff, and your uh, stakeholders, and your board, um, and then your other professional, you know, within the, your circle, professional circle, but also to enact a sustainable future. With the, um, w- with the uh, leadership uh, culture, uh, I, I, I want to ask and invite you to take a moment to evaluate your own organization and organization's culture around sustainability. I think that's the foremost important thing uh, before we step forward, right? Um, to evaluate it, you know, how, how is it, how is it um, currently doing? You know, have we started yet? I think it's, it's always that start, the starting point. <laughs> Identify the opportunities for growth and always begin to formulate a plan to navigate sustainable practices into the fabric of your workplace remember even small changes make a can make a big impact i always think about that especially my philanthropic uh, efforts uh, in the past decades you know a dollar can 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 you know can save lives <laughs> it's truly 
true, you know. Um, small change, small donation can make a huge impact uh, to someone who really truly needs it. So again, with this application, same thing. Small changes can make a big impact. So take that small change. Start now. Start today. Talk around with your uh, board, and then you know have a roundtable with them, and uh, you know create that leadership, uh, leadership, sustainable uh, leadership culture, sustainable leadership culture. I'll call it. SLC, build that in your corporation and your organization, and then have that tools and strategies. I, I would like to have a separate podcast discussing this uh, because it's going to take a while. Um, and then with the uh, tools and strategies, I do challenge you to pick at least one sustainable practice or tool discussed um, that we're going to be discussing, or you're the. Um, you know, have already implemented in your organization, integrate into your personal professional life, share your journey and its impact with your network to inspire and encourage a broader movement towards sustainability. I think it, there is a ripple effect, ripple effect, right? When we start something small and then there's a momentum and then again, it's Kaizen. <laughs> it's the Kaizen power. It's continuous improvement. So I challenge you with that. Um, so as we wrap up today's episode, uh, it is very evident that the role of leadership is really pivotal in steering our society towards a sustainable future. Um, I truly hope that the insights and the stories shared today uh, have sparked, or our case studies rather, uh, have sparked a desire in you to reflect on your own leadership journey and the powerful impact that you can have on our planet and uh, I must mention again about the, the book Kaizen, and I'm looking at it right now, and I'm going to take here with me and share it with you guys here from my library. And I'm just staring at it from here from my, my chair. It's a Kaizen currency of sustainable success. And um, this is a great book, Ecosystemic Approach to Life. Um, it is a practical, your practical guide to sustainable success in your personal professional life. I purposely want to include both uh, spectrum in the life because it is a well-rounded, right? Well-rounded life that we're talking about personal and professional level. And this book has a lot of call to action. So we're not just, you know, saying, saying things and, you know, we we we, we want to be sure that there is a uh, action there's implementation to what we're saying we're not just saying stating and studying researching but also it's like it's important to start implementing it within your organization um, and also in your um, uh, you know whether it is personal or professional I'm trying to read you the Let's see the book of yeah. There's a lot of a lot of um, uh, what do you call this? Um, there's a lot of uh, examples, and I'm just trying to share this with you guys. I mean, what page is it? There's a hundred. I'm sorry. There's two hundred, two hundred, almost three hundred. It is three hundred. Actually, two hundred ninety-seven. Um, 299, 301, well, there's um, like a fill-in page about the author and all this. All the way to the back is 309, 311. <laughs> wow. Well, the published book is 314, but there's like um, 311. Call to action is share the book. Of course, with the colleagues, with your colleagues, friends, and family members who may also benefit from the Kaizen philosophy and this ecosystemic approach to success. Get the next book. Uh, I will be writing Kaizen Part 2. And then start implementing the Kaizen philosophy in your daily life by setting small incremental goals and focusing on this continuous improvement. And then use the practical strategy and advice outlined in this book and to apply Kaizen principles to your finances, career, and relationships. And I do have that um, explored here, described here too. 
and share it. Subscribe to the newsletter, of course. If you follow me on LinkedIn Pulse, uh, LinkedIn, there is a LinkedIn Pulse, which is a newsletter. Um, I've covered and shared some articles regarding Kaizen. I think you might want to check it out. And it's free. And follow me, of course, on LinkedIn. Subscribe to my YouTube and listen to the podcast on iHeart. Like what you're doing here right now. So I thank you so much for doing that. Join uh, Nikki Dare's leadership communities for both personal professional development. And reach out to Nikki Dare for consulting services and how to apply the Kaizen philosophy to leadership and create sustainable work culture within your organization. You can always contact me through anywhere that uh, you see me. I mean, best bet would be uh, the best bet would be the uh, the LinkedIn. So um, there's a lot of nuggets here. I I, I don't know how where to begin, but. Uh, there's a quote here at the very back, page 298. We all have responsibility to invest in the future of our planet and ourselves. I am an advocate for this lifestyle, encouraging individuals to preserve what we already value while exploring new ways to innovate for an even brighter tomorrow. That's on page 290. I'm sorry, 293. I don't have my glasses. 293 on my Kaizen book. Um, This is, you know, there's a lot of nuggets and there's a lot of details here. Um, but I think, you know, I believe that the principle can be applied to any area of life and that by embracing the concept of this continuous improvement, because that's, that's kind of like tie in with sustainability. I'll always say sustain and ability, right? Sustain ability. Uh, it start with you. So the concept continuous improvement, we all can strive for excellence in everything we do. I also believe that sustainable success is very much achievable through the consistent application of Kaizen. So I, I really do hope if you already purchased this book um, and read it, I know it's, uh, it's a lot of book, <laughs> it's a lot of, um, a lot of reading. Uh, I try not to bore you. Uh, I mean, if you have got this book and you know exactly what I'm saying I I try to be very creative about all of these things and at the very end of the chapter every chapter there's a golden nuggets there and then call to action and reminder to take a break basically from reading and continue on but I hope that this book has inspired you to take action begin your own journey towards sustainable success and You know, progress um, is made one step at a time and every small improvement you make can lead to big results. Just like what I said earlier, right? Uh, all of these things is, is very, um, I know it's very common sense, but you know, these days I think common sense have been detached from many of us. <laughs> so I think we need a reminder for this. Um, all right. So going back to the sustainable leadership here with the Grinner um, tomorrow, uh, it's all tie in with the concept of sustainability and the practice of it. So it is evident after today's episode that the role of leadership is pivotal and is key in steering our society, our communities, our organization towards a sustainable future. And I hope, really hope that the case studies and the insights uh, that we shared today have, you know, given you a motivation or inspiration, a desire in you to reflect on your own leadership journey and the powerful impact that we all can have on our planet. And I hope that very much keep tuning on to leadership 365 for more thought-provoking content where we explore the nuances of effective leadership in today's world this episode of leadership 365 is meticulously designed to intertwine leadership with environmental sustainability and you know uh, sustainability basically and leadership right offering you not just the insights and inspiration but also actionable actionable steps and suggested recommendation you know call to action to drive meaningful change in your organizations and communities all from a perspective of advocacy for sustainable leadership all right as always i want to share with you my last thought on this episode that 
really the segment highlights the significant contribution of leaders who are championing, who are driving sustainability amidst the global challenges that we all face uh, post-pandemic most, most profoundly. And these case studies from Asia, the Americas, and Europe demonstrate that in times of crisis, the resolve for sustainability can not only persist, but become a role for hope and direction. And personal perspective on leadership in crisis, I want to include my, my thought on this. In today's tumultuous world, in a chaotic and you know what what makes sense anymore but then marked by environmental right social and this economic upheavals unpredictable basically some of this uh, you know all unprecedented the role of a leader is more critical than ever you know we can't ever say enough with that my view is that True leadership is demonstrated not in times of comfort and convenience, right? Just like us, say we were complacent. Um, there's no growth. There's, there's, you know, we, we have to keep moving basically. But in moments of challenge and controversy, true leadership is demonstrated in moments of challenge and controversy. It's in these chaotic times that leaders must stand firm showing resilience, adaptability, and unwavering, unwavering commitment to their values and objectives. Sustainable leadership in this context, therefore, uh, become, becomes not just an option, but necessity for navigating through the storm and steering towards a brighter, more stable future. Not only that, but also trust to the people who are giving you the opportunity to being that leader to lead them. So I want to leave it there. But I think, um, as always, I, I always like to add some of my suggested call to action. I hope that it has been helpful and somewhat valuable. Um, you know, I just want to reflect on the leadership showcase in this case study and relate it to the current global scenario. Um, some questions, how can you as a leader or an influencer in your community emulate these qualities to navigate to all of these crises that we all face? So identify one actionable step so you can take to foster resilience and sustainability in your sphere or influence, or in your circle, basically, right? Leadership in times of crisis is not just about survival. It's not just about survival. It's about envisioning and working towards a thriving, sustainable future. And let these global examples inspire you to be a part of that visionary journey. I, I think, you know, we're in the future. We are currently experiencing the future that we have been talking about in the last so many decades. This is the future that we're in. You know, we gotta have to make the best of it and then overcome all of these challenges to what we've already experienced in the in the in the last decades and then propel forward with all those experiences assets of experiences a wealth of experiences the journey towards the future the next future level of future so hopefully that has been somewhat valuable thank you so much for joining me it was good seeing you guys here and uh See you next time, and I hope to cover the, those last two segments that I talk about the leadership culture and also the uh, the tools and strategies. And in the meantime, check out the book Kaizen, the Kaizen Currency of Sustainable Success, an ecosystemic approach to life. And I'm staring at it right now. I think it's a great book to read. Um, yes, it is a lot of book to read. Um, and I ha always have a reminder in that book to take a break. And then also call to action in each chapter. It's very, very uh, creative uh, 
and 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 design in that book all right guys that's it for me i want to hear from you what is one thing you have learned recently that has a positive impact on your life whether professionally or whether personally share it with me you can always like check me out on social media platform at nikki dare instagram nikki dare x uh, which is twitter formerly known um also nikki uh underscore dare uh youtube nikki dare at nikki dare uh linkedin please follow me on linkedin uh, i have a lot of good stuff there a lot of good gems there um i do continue uh regularly write my articles and also collaborative artic- articles that i have shared in the community um on that platform linkedin so please 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 don't forget to subscribe to my youtube channel also And if you do listen in iHeartRadio or Spotify, subscribe to my channel and leave me some comments and feedback. You know your feedback is truly a gift for me. <laughs> All right, guys. Espero que fue ale bien. Espero que lo estés haciendo bien. Sampai jumpa and selalu selamat and sehat, sehat, kawan. Hope you are doing and staying well. As always, stay in condition yellow, keeping it real here. Join me again in my next Leadership 365 Sustainability. Ciao. God bless. Say, take good care of yourself. Nikki dear. Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast hosted by Nikki Dare is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of I Dare Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. IDARE is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies, and decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. You have been listening to Nikki Dare's Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. Please visit her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, Living in Purpose and Passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare. Nikki Dare.